Okay, Alexander, we have a story, which uh, I guess you could say it's kind of kind of rumor because we've seen photographs now of, of Erdogan at meetings, or at least they're telling us these are photographs of Erdogan at meetings and taking a phone call with Putin as they, uh, as they celebrate, I believe, the, the opening of, of a nuclear power plant, if I'm not mistaken. Um, they say that Erdogan the, the other day was, was sick, suffered a heart attack, something happened to him. No one really knows. And now we have photos that are circulating, which apparently show Erdogan sitting behind his desk, having a call with Putin and attending via video, via telephone, this, this ceremony for this power plant. Uh, what, what do you think is going on? Because I've gone through Greek media, Cypriot media, and usually we have some sort of inside information because we're close to the area and we kind of can get... A better, uh, a better view of things here. But to be honest, over here, no one knows what what happened, or if this was even that serious. Yeah, I mean, I think he was generally unwell. I mean, I don't know quite. You know, it might have been simply exhaustion because he's been obviously involved in a very tightly fought election campaign. But I think he was generally ill and indisposed. I I don't think it could have been you know, a full-scale heart attack, which is what some people are saying. Because if it was, then, I mean, his recovery is remarkable. And, you know, this meeting with Putin, this phone call, this virtual meeting with Putin over the opening of the Akuyu nuclear plant, which is a nuclear power station that the Russians have built in Turkey. Um, I, I can't see how that could have been arranged in a way that would conceal the fact that... Erdogan was, you know, seriously ill. And it's the kind of event that must have happened you know, contemporaneously with the film appearing. So I don't think, you know, Erdogan, you could just trot him off, pull him off his um, hospital bed, rush him into a meeting with Putin, of all people, pretend to the world that he's not had a heart attack, if he has done. So I don't think it was as bad as a heart attack. That doesn't mean that, you know, he isn't ill or wasn't ill or didn't get exhausted in some way. But I'm going to make a personal guess, and this is all connected, in my opinion, with two things. Firstly, the fact that the United States does want to see Erdogan go. And we have elections coming up in Turkey in two weeks' time. Now, Erdogan a few weeks ago, was well behind the opposition candidate in that election. I've always said that I thought, all things being equal, despite the economic problems, despite everything, Erdogan would probably win. He can pull all kinds of levers. He's a very effective political leader. I saw that in the last opinion poll that's just been published where Erdogan had been behind, he's now level with the opposition leader. They're both each on 45%. Now, when they're on each on level pegging, even in a you know, Western country, that would tend to favour the incumbent. So I think what probably happened is that 
the Americans, the international media, their friends in Turkey, the actual opposition in Turkey, which is not necessarily connected to the Americans. I mean, there are plenty of people in Turkey who have their own reasons for wanting to oppose Erdogan. Anyway, they are seeing the prospect of Erdogan being re-elected. So in order to derail him, they use the fact that he was unwell to spread the story, that he had a heart attack in some hope that that would derail his campaign and prevent his re-election. Now, I'm not sure about this because, as you rightly said, how can we be? I mean, there is something clearly did happen, but that seems to me the most likely explanation. He was ill, probably not with a heart attack or anything that serious, but that fact was used to make him appear more ill than he is and therefore weaker going into this election than perhaps he really is. Yeah, I think the key to this uh, story is is you have to look at it from the U.S., the neocons, John Bolton and, and his think tank, which is created just for the sole purpose to remove Erdogan. I mean, that's the reason for his think tank's uh, existence. So I think that's where you can kind of figure out what's going on here. And he may have been seriously ill. It happens to, to everybody. And they took that that illness and they and they made it into something much bigger. But, you know, I've, I was thinking maybe maybe he did have a heart attack and, and you know, maybe these photos are old photos or, or something like that. But then, I, then, then you run into the problem. Well, the Russians, Peskov, Putin, I mean, they're we had a phone call with Erdogan. I mean, we 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 talked to him. He, it, it's hard to cover something like this up yes. in, in that way. I mean, yes, I agree. I completely agree yeah. with that. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So um, the elections in Turkey, if Erdogan wins, if Erdogan loses, what uh, what changes really? Because I've I've read statements from the opposition, the the main opposition uh, candidate, and uh, he's he seems even more pro pro Russian than uh, than Erdogan. To be yes. quite honest, yes, I, I I entirely agree with this. I, I think that people in the West and maybe in the United States just don't understand how big the shift in Turkey is. Now, you know, I used to go to Turkey decades ago. And I can tell you this, you know, if you'd visited Turkey in, say, 1980, this was a very, very anti-Russian place. Very much so. I mean, you know, they still remembered all the Russian-Turkish wars. <laughs> there was a lot of hostility to Russia then. And the, 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 the change that's taken place in Turkey over the last 30, 40 years is extraordinary. And it, I think, reaches right across Turkish society. It takes in the left and the right, the centre, pro-Erdogan, anti-Erdogan. I don't think that there are people in Turkey who will actually want to change the foreign policy very radically in terms of Turkey's relations with Russia. And I think if the US thinks that... Um, they're probably not understanding the situation in Turkey very well. They probably say to themselves, there's this terrible man, Erdogan, he's a real problem for us. If we can get him out of this picture, 
then we can bring Turkey back on side. I just don't think that's correct. And, you know, on the Syrian war, the Turkish opposition has been keener to end Turkey's involvement in the Syrian war than Erdogan has been. So, I mean, you know, I, 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 I just really don't see that big political shift being achieved by the US that they imagine. And yes, of course, there are still people in Turkey, in the Turkish deep state, in the Turkish military, no doubt, who still want to rebuild the, the old relationship with the US. But frankly, I think they've lost a lot of influence over the last 30 years. Yeah. So in Moscow, there was actually a meeting uh, about Syria, wasn't there? Between yeah, Turkey, before. Syria, Iran, and uh, I believe Saudi Arabia? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. There was a four-power meeting, and you know they're, they're, they're moving forward with that, and they're moving forward with it very fast. Erdogan wants it to happen before the election. He wants a, some kind of a summit meeting with Assad before the election. I think the Russians, in truth, want to, want to see it happen. They're trying to arrange it. The person who's dragging his feet over it is Assad himself. So we'll see whether it does happen or not. But one way or the other, this rapprochement between Syria and Turkey is going to happen, irrespective of who wins the election in May. All right, we will end it there. The Duran.locals.com. We are on Rumble, Rockfin, Odyssey, BitChute, and Telegram. And go to the Duran shop, 10% off. Use the code. Good day. Take care.